This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday week. Now, at this point, we were supposed to be joined by Jermaine Johnson, but, uh, you know, it's cool, he's chilled out, he's relaxed. So, uh, you know, I assume we will uh, we will arrange with him later on at a later date because, you know, <laughs> the guy's been shot. It's not like, he, you know <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like he's got... Uh, <laughs> I hope he's okay. You know what I mean? I think that was going to be my first question. So um, hopefully we'll find out how he is. But he's uh, he's been replying to our colleague Ash. So um, we know he's okay. And then we'll uh, we'll get him on at a later date. So what we thought we'd, we'd do is entertain you guys with the... Um, with the usual brand of crap that we uh, that we spout on the weekly, because we actually had some feedback, chaps, of somebody saying, "I don't like the guests. Where's all the banter and the crap gone?" Which uh, which absolutely blows me away. But who are we to argue with our adoring fans who don't like change? Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight joining me is Ben, Simon, and Stevie. Stevie, I've just realised I've been calling you Steve for the best part of two years, but your name's actually Stevie, isn't it? Yeah, might wonder. I've been trying to tell you for the best part of two years as well, mate. Uh, it's not like me to be listening. What's the matter with you? Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. So, uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now, in true Sheffield Wednesday fashion, the agony has been uh, elongated once again. Um, so, <laughs> let's just recap Saturday just as it was. Now, Ben, we got thrown a lifeline two minutes, like two minutes past three, didn't we, at Barnsley? Mm, um, if... Only we could do our jobs. We we may be okay if we're not being as bad as we have been. We'd have probably stayed up quite easily, but we haven't been. <laughs> it, it didn't happen. So uh, you know what I was referencing is you've got uh, so you've got Barnsley versus Rotherham. Rotherham have have our fate in their hands along with Derby County. There's a lot, you know, you've got like Barnsley grabbing hold of one testicle and and Rotherham grabbing hold of the other, and whoever coughs first. Uh, you know, stay, stay, goes down. You know what I mean. So, um, at two minutes in, I believe that the uh, the Rotherham goalkeeper's gone up to catch one, and was it was it DK? Is it, no, is it was Carlton Morris. Has just absolutely smashed the goalkeeper square in the nose, and he's just absolutely elbowed him in. We were lucky, weren't we, Steve? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, mm. <laughs> um. Look, we, I think we're going to get to a point, obviously, as we go through the next sort of two, three, four minutes about uh, the weekend, where we, we, we're sort of reflecting on how we keep getting these lifelines and people are chucking them at us. And I think it's just been the story of the season, hasn't it? It's been the story of the last 18 months where we've, we've, we've been given opportunities to get ourselves out of the hole and just not got anywhere with it. Um, Saturday was another false storm. We, you know, we've... We, we've we've been positive in in certain games and situations over the last few weeks and months, but um, whatever happens, whether we go down or stay up, we're going to be limping over the line one way or another. And you know, it's just endemic of the club at the minute, really, isn't it? 
It's it's rubbish. <laughs> I mean, look, so so we're two minutes in. It's two minutes past three. You know, we'll have got the. You know, we're in a technological world, Simon. It's not like we're waiting for the for the scores to get whispered around the cop because someone's decided to bring a radio to the football. We knew that uh, that Rotherham were losing. We should have capitalised, shouldn't we? So surely we're not going to throw this away against Middlesbrough. This this golden goose egg we've been handed. Um, this is Sheffield Wednesday we're talking about here, Dan. Is this not the Wednesday Week podcast? Are we talking about another team that we've started supporting that play in blue and white stripes and have an owl on the chest? It, oh, it, it, it was guaranteed, wasn't it? And, and we would talk before the podcast about what we think will happen this weekend and so on and so forth. And and it is that, you know, that the two testicles waiting to your coffin. They've actually got really long fingernails, those hands, and they're sticking in. And and we as fans are just sat there just waiting for the inevitable one of them to burst and that's it, the game is over. Uh, It's just, it's horrible. It's torture. It's so much torture that at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon, I was very, very drunk, sat in a bar, not thinking about anything, including Sheffield Wednesday. And Steve is testament to because he was there with me. <laughs> ben, they, these lot were on the piss. Now, come on, when when Middlesbrough went one nil up, you must have thought, "Oh God, here we go." And then we equalised. We got, you know what I mean. You must have thought, "Come on, lads, here you are." Well, let's talk about Middlesbrough's first goal first because car crash springs to mind. We're doing all right as we have been in a lot of games this season, and then as is what seems to have happened this season. We shoot ourselves in the foot, Julian Bonner, horrific touch. But even after the horrific touch, he could have still got there. He could have still took uh, Belassi out. Just take, take the lot, take the ball, take the man. Then Tom Lees takes half of the year to come across to try and block it. And by the time he does, all he can do, all he can do is put it past Westwood. Um so, like I said, we, we shot ourselves in foot and then, yeah, we got ourselves back, back into it. Andre Gray, who I think looked pretty promising to say he's not played that much football. I think he's, in fact, he's direct and he has got a bit of pace, he's got a bit of trickery. It, for me, he's shown shown that he could be a good good signing for next season, whether we, especially in League One, if we are to go down, if we stay up, I think he's, he's probably championship quality. Yeah, Andre, Andre Green's an interesting one, isn't he? Like, he, he, he's not really had a, a, an elongated running the team. I must admit, I did like what I saw of him in the early early stages. Then there's a couple of games where I thought, oh, Christ, we've signed another crap, a load of crap, like, you know, based on XG and most pressed player and all the rest of it. You know what I mean? So, like, I thought, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. But then, no, he had, he had you know, the... the the feeling amongst the Sheffield Wednesday fans was that he was one of the better performers of the day. So we've gone tearing into their box. And what's happened, Ben? Well, as we've seen, clear, clear penalty and well put away by Windass, to be fair. I know, obviously, that penalty taker situation swapped round after Bannon missed that against Bristol City. Um, but yeah, Windass took it well. And we're 1 1. And we went well in the game. We're on top, especially towards the end of the first half. Adam Reach, effort, great save by Jordan Archer. That, that can put us 2-1 up and in control. And again, we didn't capitalise even at, even after the break at 1-1. Josh Windass's chance. I know he's his top scorer and he's got 10 goals, but some of the chances he has missed, he could he quite easily be on 15 goals, which could, could have made all the difference. Now, it's 1-0. Barnsley still beating Rodham. You know what I mean? We've got, we've got a point on the board. Now, at this point, to enhance Sheffield Wednesday staying up, Steve, is we need to do something that Sheffield Wednesday haven't done all season. We are the only team in the footballing pyramid this season never to overturn a loss right now. Is that right? Have I got that statistic right? Any point, any point, not even a draw. Jesus. So as soon as we've gone down, that's it. Something like 104 or 110 teams. It's it's right down to National League North and South. It's, uh, it's 114. It was as of uh, as of Saturday, and then the, uh, a, a team came back. They they were like the other team in the footballing league. So it's it's now yeah. just us. Was it, was it, was it Renishaw? <laughs> it could it could have been, mate. Could have been, could have been. So, did you have any 
uh, any thought thinking, aye, aye, we've brought it back. The, la- the lads know what's in front of them. You know what I mean? Surely that should be a motivating tool, right? You'd think so, but <laughs> at the same time, no. Um, yeah. The, the, yeah. I think if we're honest, there's not any one of us here or anybody anybody that's listening that, that would be surprised that we, if you know, if we just, once we go behind, we are... That's it. Game over. That's been the the, the sort of the, the the endemic feeling. That's the that's the the toxicity around the club at the moment. Once we concede, we are you know it's game over. And even if we're in front, we go a goal in front. If they equalise, there's a feeling amongst us, and I think everybody would agree that if we go one up, somebody equalises, we're more likely to lose than win. Um, for me personally, with, with in terms of Saturday. Um, Anything that we got out Saturday would have been a bonus because we, you know, although we've got to get to the the end of the season and although we've got to win the games that we've got to win to try and stay up, we 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 can't rely on getting performances and putting in a, a string of performances over a period of time. We've done well against Cardiff. We, we've we've scraped two three wins over the last sort of three or four games and we 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 put ourselves in with a fighting chance. But I wasn't surprised at all on Saturday that you know we we. Uh, we ended up capitulating in the way that we did, to be honest with you. If they, sorry, Simon, go on. I was going to say, as soon as we get into that second half, any Wednesday fan, and I think we discussed this last week, as soon as you get into the second half, you immediately feel that we're going to concede in the second half, be it from 46th, 47th minute, what a time we kick off to the 90th minute, that we are in a position where we are vulnerable we, we And I don't know where that sits in regards to, is it a mental thing, is it a physical thing? So we've gone into like, you mentioned the looting game, didn't you, Steve, last week? The fact is that at half-time we were flying and in the second half we got destroyed. The same happened in, in the... And, and I think that there's this fact is that you, you immediately think in the second half that actually we're going to concede rather than score. I think that... I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a physical thing. Uh, no. Well, I don't think necessarily that we are less fit than other teams. Um, I think you could, for for all his, um, his his criticism and all the critics that he's had this year, Bannon will run for ninety minutes. He will, you know. With- so, so so there's something something happening in that second forty five minutes where concentration is lacking or mentally. I don't even think it's the second 45 minutes necessarily. I think that there will be a point in the game, whether that's the first minute, whether it's the eighth minute, whether it's on the half hour mark, there will be a point in the game where it'll be a a misplaced pass, a mistimed tackle. I know that, you know, you go to the extremes and you can look at the Borna red card where he ended up ripping the shirt. I can't remember who that was was against, but that was first half. Uh, Yeah, went back against the wall for an hour then. But that mm. moment is the it's the tipping point, isn't it? But but um, but, but if you look at the games where we've actually we've how many games have we won the first half and lost the second well, half this season? He, he, I think Joe Joe Crown from the Star had put a tweet out and he he however you could, whatever website it is you can do the league table. If the seven. game finished on forty five minutes, we'd be seven. Seven. It's ridiculous. So, so so that 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 shows, doesn't it? What what is happening in that second half? And 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 like I was saying last week, even though when I listened back to it, I kept saying ninety-seven minute. I meant eighty-seven minute. You know, eighty-seven minute. We could be still one up, and we're all look the Cardiff game. We were five 0 up, and I think we all thought we might lose that six-five. You know, and and that's a cynical, cynical, but also, how many goals do we have to score to think then that we might actually be able to ride the game out and and win it or draw it, so to speak. Two's not enough. I mean, we all saw what happened three, at Luton. Three days Luton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And how many how many times have we done that? And I'll go back to what I said last week, since that Boxing Day at Stoke last season. And that's been endemic I, I was, all the way through. I was going to say that, Simon. I, I feel that, that that Stoke Boxing Day game hit us hard. and and the, and the and, you know, we went 2-1 up and we were in absolute euphoria because it was very late we went 2-1 up, wasn't it? And they nice. conceded yeah. two more goals after 90 minutes. And, and yeah. that, that has got in someone's head because, you know, football, as we all know, is crest and trough. You're on top, they're on top. Then sometimes teams can go up and up and up and all the rest of it. But when, they, when there's that moment comes, and it's usually, as Joe Cran said, you know, uh, when that... Um, 
when that goal's gone in that we're winning because we, you know, every week now on Wednesday picks, Will Sheffield Wednesday scoring the first half. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see the percentages. It's like 80% everybody's gone for that. And as soon as we score, obviously the other team will want to come at you. And we don't have the mental capacity to put up with being on the back foot. And we don't have the, the talent in the defence to clear our lines and get rid of it. Because you're right, there's a point at Cardiff where I was sat there going, when we're three and up, going, we're going to draw this three all. It's going to happen. Mm. It's, it's going to be one of them. It's going to be a quiz question in about 10 years' time, this. You know what I mean? It's a very Sheffield Wednesday thing. So I think we said that for ages. You know, we, we obviously had the, the Huddersfield game, didn't we, where we did it the other way around, where we actually came back when Jordan Rose played for Huddersfield. But it is a, it is, I remember kind of casting my mind back last time we were in the ground, is that we, we always felt, oh, Christ, we're going to lose this, even though we're 2 0 up. You know, yeah. Um, but we seem to have, oh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a combination of things. I think I mean, massively fragile at the back. And this is why we'll probably talk about where we think we'll go over the next two matches. But I just wish they'd get on with getting relegated because I'm tired of it now. Yeah, for me, it, it's just after what we've all said, it's it's 95% mentality. As we, yeah. we, we said from the Stoke game on, that seemed to really it, it Sheffield Wednesday to football club had that that defeat and it's a bit like the tweet that I put out that even the formation of the Royal Family if they nicked an early goal probably still Wednesday wouldn't beat them if they nicked an early goal. So the, the funny it, thing is, I was thinking while we were talking about the fact there's been quite a, a large change in personnel since last season. Yeah, actually, it, it, when you look at the back four, there hasn't been a massive change, has there? We've still got no. Bordelais, Lees, Palmer. I also, unfortunately, has been out injured for quite a while. You know, you you look at that back four and 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 the centre and midfield, and it's well, with Hutch has come back, probably the same sort of spine of the team as we had last season, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like last season there were that what we're talking about now. It's been after half time. Last season it were all about as soon as we got to eighty five minutes, you could be two and a up, and you'd be thinking. Like the Stoke game, we, we we'll throw it away. We conceded so many goals after eighty-five minutes or whatever that are seen as again like fifth or sixth if we're not conceded all these goals in the last ten minutes. And now we all thought, well, we've got over that this season. We, we're fresh and squad up. We've got over that. No, we haven't. It's now just the final forty-five instead of the final ten. <laughs> okay, dragged it out. So right, it's one all. Problem's still losing. Now, Rotherham are in, they've got their entire, there are times in the past where I feel sorry for Rotherham, they really are. I'm from a Rotherham borough, you know what I mean? And, and I used to go there when Wednesday played away when I was a kid, that type of thing. My dad's a Rotherham fan and all the rest of it. So, you know, I'd like us both to stay in the league, but that's not possible. So, sorry, father, this is happening. But, so, it's one all. And let me tell I'm going to, I'm going to give you a brief anecdote. Now, if you've got kids listening and you're in the car, this may turn blue in about four minutes. So uh, scrub it past and I'll try and keep it to four minutes. Um, just four. <laughs> just four. This is a good story, this. So we are, as you know, uh, some of you know, I, I run a bar on the South Coast and we are open, is it now? Because we've got a little garden out the back. And I got this uh, promoter uh, come to me about four weeks ago saying he, he, he promote. I'm not, being, I'm not being at this bar long, uh, so I've never seen it in its full pomp. You know what I mean? It's full, three deep at the bar, full of idiot kids coming out, already loaded with a fiver in the pocket, like what you kids enjoy yourself like nowadays, right? I've never seen it like that before. And and apparently these Fridays, this international night that this uh, this guy has on, Richard, his name is, he came in and he, uh, and he went, I want to put a garden party on. I said, all right, well, it's got to be socially distanced, groups of six. And he said, yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. Um, and then I checked the license. And what, what this promoter wanted to do was charge people £10 to come into my site. This is Sussex, by the way. £10 to come into the site and then just have a normal experience. I was like, well, you're not putting any entertainment on. I said, yeah, but next, we're going to take photos so we can promote it online. And then next week, we can charge £20 and we'll put a, a night on. Now, there's people listening to this, born and raised in Yorkshire, going, how much? Yeah, and, and you know, and even for the town that this is, it's an obscenely expensive town. That's too much. It's twice as much as what it should be, especially the first week for a tenor to come in for having no experience whatsoever, where you can order via an app and somebody brings you a pint. Like, what, what is that? So the, 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 he's, he's left and the day's gone past and I've rang him up and gone, no, no. 
this is ridiculous. I'm not having it. So I, uh, I binned it off. This is Tuesday. <laughs> so the Friday came and we, we did a decent amount of money. And then on Saturday, I'm sat watching the game now. I'm on the front desk at work and I've got the game on in front of me. And uh, it's one all. I'm in a good mood. We've managed to come back from a deficit. I'm thinking, could we do this? You know what I mean? Is, it, is this going to happen? I'm bouncing. Then the second one comes in. Just as this promoter comes in, right, he came in and he went, um, I'm not doing the voice. He went, I, uh, I brought an invoice for you. Do the voice. No, because he, he's from... He'll, be, he'll sound like Chan it's from, it's from, like, Nigeria way. Uh, you know what I mean? And don't do the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. And, uh, yeah, you were going to stitch me up there, Steve, weren't you? I'm glad it was you that asked. And he came in and he, and he went, here's, here's an invoice for uh, for Friday. And I went, and the game, they're on the break, and I'm going, what? What, what invoice? What are you on about? What invoice? And, uh, and he went, we, we incurred some costs. And I'm watching the game. I went, what do you mean you incurred costs? We didn't do your event. What are you talking about? So there's a speech going on. I'm watching the football. You know what I mean? There's a shot of Colin, Colin there. Like, he can get off my telly. You know what I mean? And he's talking at me. And apparently he'd, he'd gone past on the Friday the night before, saw that there was a queue, assumed I was charging, decided that that was his event because he put up an event on Facebook Um the, for four four hours, and he, and he, and the success was his because I had a queue outside and thought I had a pot of cash that he wanted a piece of, and it, and I went, what, what? Sorry, what are you talking about? And he went, yeah. I went, how much is it? Thinking it's probably about fifty quid, and I thought, all right, you know, he's probably incurred fifty quid to put to promote his advert on Facebook. He went, it's three hundred and fifty pound. And as he said that, the ball hit the back of there, and I went, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just snarled at this poor geezer. And, uh, and the email I sent, I missed the third goal because I was still crafting this email. <laughs> How dare that fucking prick from your fucking company comes in it. And I, honestly, um, that's going to come back on me. I'm going to get an email about that on Monday. That's, uh, that's good. <laughs> to be fair, if it's any consolation, after um, watching Cy drink for an hour and a half, on Saturday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, I couldn't even remember the third goal. I, I didn't even... There's, there's something I need to get off my chest about the second goal. I, don't, yeah. I, I didn't see it. I was red with rage. My apologies about that, ladies and gentlemen, for, uh, for the story. But, uh, you know, it's, I, I can't tell you how much this story's pissed me off all week. Like, who do you think he is? 350 bloody quid. And I will use this... There's 7,000 followers on Twitter and you're all going to hear about this bloody story, this bloody promoter. Go on, Ben. Get, get me off it. Get me off this <laughs> soapbox. No, I, I don't know if anybody noticed this, if anyone listening noticed this, but I noticed it as soon as I took the corner. I was screaming in rage that it were a rolling ball. And now it was a rolling ball. And the linesmen were right in front of it, three inches away, and didn't flag it up. Now, I know it makes no difference because he'd have still passed it to the same person. He'd have still put it in box. And the young lad, Josh Coburn or whatever, they still nodded it in for his first professional goal. Brilliant. But the linesman is three inches away. And he doesn't... Do no, that they made it even worse. <laughs> Which one? The linesman, Josh, or the guy who took the corner? <laughs> sorry, man. No, sorry. Listen, 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 Ben. Uh, we are all men. We are all blokes. And we all like to have opinions on how long three inches is. And for me, that's a hell of a long, long, big space. That mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's about this. It's, like, it's honestly, for the, <laughs> men are like fishermen. It's born in us. So three inches. That's loads. That's oh, loads. You're listening. All women, all women listening. <laughs> it's, just, it's loads. However far it was, he should have seen it. That's my point. That shouldn't have stood. Yeah. Move on quickly. Move quickly, get out of it. Was anyway, that the third one, Ben? Sorry, was that the third goal? No, the second one. I would oh, okay, sorry. So I haven't watched any of goals. There's probably people who've already... There's a telly on, but... <laughs> the football had even gone in back at net. As soon as he took it, I'm screaming, it's a rolling ball. And they went and scored from it. But it, it's... But in, all in, all, in all seriousness, you, you, you're talking about getting off your chest and we're, we're making light of the situation. Stuff like that shouldn't affect where we are. It shouldn't no. be. We're no. not going down because the ball is rolling. We're not going down because, um, you know, 
Kachunga had, and in all seriousness, Kachunga had an earring and it cost us 30 seconds. We're not going down because of little incremental bits like that. We're going down because we're shit. Uh, I've looked at the league tonight um, and I've compared it to last year. The, the max points we could get this year is 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlton went down last year on 48 points. Um, you're not telling me that the league this year is better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. It's a lot worse. Time and time again, as much as I've said we were third at Christmas, I've said time and time again, minus 12 didn't mean anything to me personally. Um, we just needed to be 12 points better off this year than we were last year. Yeah. I'm happy. We are no. obviously we are obviously more than twelve points worse off than we were last year, um, and that's not right. And if we we if we if we go down this year or when we go down this year, we will deserve to go down this year. Yeah. And, and the, the only thing I can say on that is, and I'm I'm not slating chances. I am, but I'm not because it's the players have not been good enough on the pitch. And that is their fault. That's not his fault. That's not any, that's their fault. But if we go down by less than six points, they've proved on the pitch that they're good enough to stay up. They've been shit. Yeah. There's no getting away from that. But yeah. if we go down by less than six, one man has to take a fair chunk of the blame. I think the fans this year have been massively let down by the chairman and also the team and players and the management teams that have been in. We've had we're on. I'll, I'll I'll put Darren, I'll, I'll put I'll put our current manager to one side, but I think recruitment, as we discussed last week, was shocking under Monk. I think the whole thing under Pulis, I think he was just there basically taking the pay, he was taking a paycheck. I don't think he really wanted to be there. From the interviews from Monk, I don't think he really wanted to be there, did he? He was just trying to prove people wrong from his sacking from Birmingham, <clears throat> and he just used us and. I think the combinations, ultimately, the chairman has cost us 12 points at the start. Because at the end of the day, until how many games we were in the season, we were actually t- minus 12, weren't we? And that R- just right up really, until month sacking, which were November time. Yeah, that, that was that, that was hugely, you know, effective in regards to who we were signing, what sort of players were getting in, and our whole ethos and how we were playing. And it's just been a shit show from start to finish. And Steve's exactly right. You know, we had that run, didn't we, where we, where we played all those teams which we thought we should be beating, where we should have beaten Wickham, where we should have beaten Rotherham. You know, all those teams, all those teams there, when we played them in the first half of the season, which we lost against. You know, it, it, it's it, we're grasping to this massive plastic stroke paper straw at the moment of, of, of staying up, aren't we, based on two games. I mean, Two games. The the interesting thing is, if if I saw Sheffield Wednesday's plight, and it wasn't Sheffield Wednesday, if we were like mid table and I looked down there and it was like Blackburn and Bristol City because they're in woeful form, you know what I mean? Looking down there, I'd go, they're not getting out of that. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason that makes it different is one because we're Wednesday fans, and two mm-hmm. because we are playing Derby County the last game of the season, and I can't go through that again. I can't. I'd, I'd, honestly, I I think that coming out of Saturday, we're going to be okay. And then Luton uh, are at home to Rotherham on Tuesday, on the 4th, on Star Wars Day. And I think that's going to be relegation day for us. I think I think that's going to be the time in which it all falls in. And, and we're not going to get any, you know, any massive issue. Gary Monk's going to be on Sky TV with David Prutton, sat there with his smug face. I'm like, hang on, Gary, your fault's your fucking fault. Like, you know what I mean? Um, that, that's what's going to happen, and that's how it's going to pan out. There's, there's two things here, isn't there? Being a Wednesday fan is, um, you know, you know, Rotherham, be perfect for Rotherham fans, wouldn't it, sending us down? Because I know you said about that soft spot for Rotherham because your dad and this, that, and like we've been brought up in the same area, haven't we, Dan? So we're mm. in the borough of Rotherham. But Rotherham fans absolutely hate us mm. with a passion. So so they would they would love to send us down that that would be you know we talk about the Sheffield United honours board that would be (laughs) sending us down along with the Johnson Pates trophy and whatever else they've won right so that that would be them alternately they don't send us down on that day we go to Derby when was the last time Ben we won Derby away I've I've got wait I've got a couple of stats for you on that (laughs) one of them is of which is I've never physically been alive since we last won at Derby, because oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, 
I don't I don't think we've ever won at Pride Park, which were 1999. No. And my second stat, and this is one courtesy of <sighs> mate. How many times do you think we've won away at Derby? Since 1933. Oh, Christ. Well, I, even <laughs> I don't remember that far back. <laughs> between that, between 1933 and 2021, we've won twice at Derby. No way. we won twice. God, that's in just upsetting. 90, uh, in 80, how long is that? 88 years. And, and the, do you know what the best <laughs> thing is? More than that. The, the best Not thing. Years. The best thing about that is. For, for most Wednesday fans as well, and I used to love it, Derby away is a great day out because oh, it's down, it's down the road. You could take 5,000 people there. You're having a disco under the stadium. They've got, they know how to serve beer at half time. I don't, you know, it's been a while since I've been, but I tell you what, you weren't queuing long for a pint. Do you know what I mean? They had Worthington's on as well. I, honestly, I remember there was one but, day, it was Rory Dillap's debut for them, and uh, my mate Dave on the car, <laughs> the car goes, it was that new orange shirt. We just got that new orange one. We were like, this is it. Here we are, lads. And it was quite thick. You know what I mean? Come on, lads. Shirt was just going shirts only, no jackets. Didn't even put the hoodie or the roll neck underneath the shirt. Went out in the shirts. Sideways snow. Because it was that point before they'd filled in that corner. Because it was yeah. that big empty corner. And just coming yeah. in. You know, honestly, worst day. We got spanked 3-0. Rubbish. Is that it? I went to that, Dan, and I was wearing... I was late back from work and I picked my ex up and we drove down and I wore a shirt and tie and a suit to that game. And <laughs> I, I, was threw some at you. I was absolutely <laughs> perishing. I remember yeah, yeah. that game. If, if, Think, thinking positively, we could, it is still possible for us to stay up without winning at Derby. What? What? Hey, so I work. Work. have to lose that every point and Derby after... If, no, if we can't, Rodgers... surely we're four points behind. Four Wait. points down, better goal difference, depending sure. on the swing. I think we're, aren't we same goal difference? Or they are, they maybe have one or two better off. It's very close. I, I, lo- I love that we won five nil and then fucked it up the week after on four <laughs> and went four one the other way or something, didn't we? Oh God, really? Ben, come on, stat, stat us yeah. up. How, how does that work? Let me check. I'm pretty it. sure. Uh, I'm going to insert the gallery music from Hart. Goal difference is we're both on minus 21. We're both on minus 21 right now. If Derby lose and we win on Saturday, forget Rotherham. Let's just say Rotherham don't pick pick up. If Rotherham don't win again, oh. we could we could beat Forest and draw with Derby and still stay up. Honestly, I'm going to have Steve McQueen on his bike tattooed on my ass. I, I swear to God, surely not. Surely not we can't get out of this. You know, I was looking at West why, Brom and why, Fulham. Why are we doing this? Why, why are we having this conversation? Because it's why? the hope that kills you, Steve. <laughs> There's optimistic young kids out there, younger than Ben, listening to this nonsense. They're learning, you know, they're learning about optimism, they're learning about the hope that can kill you, they're learning about fuckboy promoters in the in the East Coast of Sussex. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're having an education listening to this. We don't. It's like telling kids that Santa Claus ain't real. You know what I mean? Sorry, Ben, I've just ruined it for you. It's like, <laughs> it's like telling kids that Good Santa Claus... Good job, Ethan doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell them that. You know what I mean? We have to go, listen, kids, you ignore these silly old sods who don't like light shows and flame shows before the game. You... You get behind. You get behind the team. You get behind them, and you cheer them Wendy's on because we need to. We need your support because I tell you what, Ilsbury's going to be a cold, empty, blue-seated place in about twenty years if you lose hope at the young age that you are. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now as, as we know, this uh, attack by me curtain here. As as we know, this uh, this show is brought to you by Michael Constantine Wealth Management, and bless him for sticking with us during this season. Um, <laughs> and as you also know, Jermaine Johnson was supposed to join us tonight. So I'm going to open this to your chaps. I'm going to open a forum to you. Is there anything you want to get off your chest? Is there anything you want to talk about? Any individual player? The loving for Barry Bannon on Twitter today, perhaps. Um, is he one of our best midfielders over the last decade? Um Come on, there must be something, Simon. You want to get off your chest? Something to talk about Wednesday. Well, I was going to say it. about Tom Tom Lees because Tom Lees was injured, wasn't he, on 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 Saturday, and he mm-hmm. might not play again. 
So I've seen all the sort of tweets about pros and fours. You know, would we offer him a contract? Would would we offer him a year contract? What sort of defender would he be in League One? Do we start us again from scratch at the back? You know, will Iorfa stay with us when he's fit, et cetera, et cetera, because he's probably one of our most saleable assets. So, Tom Lees, what do you guys think about should we offer him a new contract? Should, should it be somebody we should stay? Or do we look at... Because his, his form, he was brilliant when he signed for us, wasn't he? I mean, all the Leeds fans were bemoaning how poor he was. And he was superb. But the last couple of seasons, he's been very up and down. When he was made captain, it was probably the worst thing they could possibly do for him. You know, I think was it West Brom where he got turned and he was just like... He passed the ball back, didn't he? And... And then he just shrugged his shoulders and West Brom scored and he looked like a full-on man. What do you think, boys? What, what do you reckon? He, I've got to say, forget about the injury. Some people have said he's one of the players of the season, which for me, I, I don't see. I don't see the same thing. It, it sounds terrible to after this injury that, we don't really know how bad it is. They've said he's not broke anything, a fraction anything, but ligaments could don't look very good. I won't be offering a new contract. And it, it, football is harsh. He's been brilliant for us for the best part of what is it now? About seven, eight years, seven years he's been at been at the club. But I think, as you've alluded to there, after losing his partner Glenn Lewins next to him he's not been as good and I think especially the last sort of 18 months he's I struggle to say that he's championship standard he's a brilliant professional we all know that but I think the reality there is Ben we're not we, we, we've talked about it a bit now um, we ain't going to be in championship next next year uh, that's not happening I think from my point of don't listen to him kids don't listen to him we're clinging on still. Santa's real. So's the two right. fairy Sheffield right. Wednesday are going to stay up. In the unlikely event that we stay up, it's a different story. However, if we are in League One, uh, sorry, yeah, League One next year, um, if he doesn't get injured, probably keep him, probably look to keep him. I think you, it's too much of a gamble now to say, look, we don't know where the injury is going to be. We don't know what the long term is about that. If you were, if, if I'm Darren Moore, if I were somebody in that sort of position, that situation, I'd be looking at Aragidi. I'd be looking at Iorfa. And I know it's the irony there is that Lees is injured, Iorfa's injured. You don't want players are going to be like after they've both been injured. Give me uh, a post-injury Iorfa over a post-injury Lees any day of the week. Um Dunkley, is Dunkley going to step up and find his level in League One? Potentially, I don't know. Um, we, 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 whatever happens, we are going to have to have an overhaul of the squad and we are going to have to continue to trim the the, the wage budget as, as harsh and as unfortunate as it may be for Tom Lees. He is probably the person, along with Westwood at the minute, that you'd say, right, you're on big money, we're going down to League One, whether you'd stay or go, you know, you can move on now. And I'm a massive Westwood fan. For me, best goalkeeper since Pressman. Pretty best much. goalkeeper I've um, seen. But it's pretty, it, like you said, with, with, with Tom Lees, I just feel it's time to move on from that. We've got we've got to overhaul the squad. Um, and I, 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 I've been a bit busy today, so I've not seen a lot on Twitter. Uh, my understanding is that Bannon's come out and said that if we go down, he wants to get us back up. Um, if that be the case, and for, for all the ill feeling towards Bannon that there has been from certain sections of the Wednesday fandom and the Wednesday week this year, Barry Bannon will piss it in League One next year. I honestly believe that. Build a team around him, uh, get three or four young lads in and around him as well. I, I, I think that's a foundation for a, a promotion push. I think we've got the right manager in. I think he will be astute in what he does. I think he knows... He, you know, even though he's only had maybe what six months or so down in League One, he 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 knows the the lay of the land. He knows how things are down there. He's got connections. He's a big name. Um, he's a big presence. He's a big character. He's the right person for the job. The way that we're playing football at the minute, I think, is is for where we are in the league and for what we're doing, is bang on. Um, I think there's more to be optimistic about going down and potentially coming back up than staying up and triaging. And I know that sounds perverse, but that's just where I am at the moment. Maybe I've got to agree with 
I've got to agree with Steve there. I mean, obviously, put the question forward, but for me, he for me, it's the end of the line for him mm. at, at, at Wednesday. I think he's created. Uh, he, he has his frailties, and I don't want him to carry those into League One with Wednesday. I think he needs a clean sheet. I think he needs to move on. And I think our defence needs to move on because I, my opinion is our Achilles heel this season has been our defence. Um, Julian Borner, sorry. It was a, it was, it was... But, but here's my other one. Sorry. And I know you're going to hammer me. Keep me in Palmer. I, I would. I agree with that. I would. I, I would as well because he's been playing him further forward, hasn't he? In what was a traditionally a midfield role, and I, I would. I agree. <laughs> I agree entirely. <laughs> I, I just don't see. I, I think we can get rid of the likes of. I think, like you said, we need a fresh break from the likes of Tom Lee's Westwood, Uchin, even Hutchinson. I wouldn't. Yeah. He's probably going to stay because, you know, the incentivised contract based on how many games he plays and all that. But I think you need a fresh break from that. But I think in terms of Liam Palmer, I know it'll divide opinion because going forward, for me, he doesn't give us as much. But he's steady, he's solid. And he's I can't see how we're going to get a, 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 I can't we're going to get a better right back in, personally. Right. If you'd have asked me... For the six, Dan. If you'd have asked me this question... Two weeks ago, I'd have gone, you're on crack. <laughs> but, but if we if we go down, Liam Palmer would be a fucking luxury player. As daft as it sounds. In League One, he would be a luxury player. Let's I not agree. forget, Steve Clark is going to take him to the Euros and he's going to be up against international yeah. competition. Yeah. He's going to be marking, well, not Mitrovic because they didn't, they didn't get him, but he's going to be up against the Dutch, the Belgians, you know, England. England. You know what I mean? What a, what a absolute, a luxury player in League One. And But I'd have said, if we stay up, I'd have gone, no, get rid, what's the matter here? But then he had his interview with the Sheffield star and I really liked him. I was like, because when he looks up the camera and goes, is that a, what do you call it? A, a stealth Costa? So like, stealth Costa, yeah, to the photographer. Have you got yeah. a selfish Costa there? Oh, well, bloody hell. And I thought, you know what, that's funny. I like him. He's all the, right. The, the, guy is, the guy is played in midfield. He's played left back. He's played right back. He's applied himself all the way through. And I think I think he's been tainted by the fact that we've had a poor central, central defence. I really do. And I think Darren Moore's played him further forward, a bit more of a, a far further forward wing back than what we played before. He's put some great crosses in. You know, he was originally midfielder when, you know, when we first started playing him. You know, I, I yep. think he's a great servant to the club, but I definitely agree you would keep him. On the back of your question, Simon, I'm going to hit you with some raw data or data if you're uh, if you're American. Now, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, Yorkshire Live posted up a, uh, a Tinder-style keep or drop. Mm. <laughs> don't know if you saw it. Keep him, drop no. him, swipe left, swipe right. You know what I mean? There are... 11, 11 players there. Quick counting fudge. Well done. There's 12. Um, there's 12 players there. And Tom Lees were underneath Osazi Ergahidi was the most voted player to keep uh, within our squad. I didn't realise. I thought it'd be a lot more divisive than that. But then again, some of these uh, stats are ridiculous. For example, Adam Reach falls out of the top six. He drops into seventh place. Um, you know, you've you've got fifty one percent of people wanting to keep keep Hunt, who offers nothing. I don't, you know. Again, I can that that, that stat for me there is people what live in Sheffield and people what don't, and people who like football. You know what I mean? They've got people who also I've... go on Tinder and choose their next dates by swiping left or right. Listen, Sorry, Simon, the, the game's changed. You know what I mean? We can't <laughs> go in cold like we used to. Do you know what I mean? If we said to Ben now, go and chat them birds up, he'd go. I don't know what they're like because they, they no, I think Ben would be really good at it to be honest. Well, he, that's because he spends weekly chatting to us. Obviously, you know I mean? of course, he's learned a few things now. He'd walk in, <laughs> come on, birds, big game, take his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna pop yeah. the shirt off, spam. Which obviously I wouldn't do. <laughs> Chance Siri voice to turn him right off, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> The Chance Siri voice. Hey, listen, I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Hey, yeah, have you heard my Chance Siri impression? Yeah, they love, <laughs> they love that, the women. I, I'm not I think quite they... sure. Was that the not that Nigerian promoter you had? Was he that... had the same voice. <laughs> hey, Dan, I, you owe me 350 quid. Get out. 
telling you, it's a thing. And uh, unsurprisingly, at the bottom there, you've got Kachunga, Vanarkin, Odebayo, uh, Penny, Pelopesi is quite low. In League One, I would take Joey Pelopesi. What about you, chaps? Yeah. Yeah. The issue is, and you said something earlier on that, that I, I don't know if I agree with, I think that Barry Bannon in League One won't be, a, won't be any good. And, and the reason is it's a completely awful level of football down there. Look at look at the players we got we went up with at League One. Physical, nutcase players. Rob Jones, Miguel Yera. Uh, look at the size that Danny Bart got himself into. Do you know what I mean? And then up front, you had scrappy, horrible little players like Ryan Lowe. You know what I mean? We didn't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get promoted with, you know, Barry Bannon trying to pull strings in the middle of the park and splitting our defence. Personally, I'd, I'd like to have a reset button without him, if I'm honest. I'd like to see how we pull I'm, 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 I'm not overly fussed. Uh, my, my allegiance is like very squarely in the uh, the corner of Kieran Lee. We know that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get Kieran Lee. Um, I think Kieran Lee's mm-hmm. doing this down in League Two, which is, you know, he, I've, I've got no issue with that. I, I think if, if we've got somebody like Bannon who knows the club, who has the quality and we can put players in and, in and around him that will complement him, then fair enough. But I agree with you, Dan. If, if we're going to go in there and say we're going to try and play, you know, the the, the Barry Bannon style of football where he drops into the center, uh, the back line and then he's going to try and get the ball and then he's going to go box to box and he's going to be finesse and everything has to go through him, then that's not going to work. But he no. has proven that he has got the quality to go and do something down at that level. Mm-hmm. See, um, see, see I, I think with that, I think... He's still making passes now that championship players can't deal with. Now, I think in League One, I, I, I just think... It's I agree a, with you, Ben, but it's who he's passing it to. So, for yeah, example, yes. when, we, when we had Chris yes. Brunt, we were fucking dreadful, right? But Chris Brunt was... In, oh, the, the way you could see a pass and he'd slice yeah. one through and you'd go... God, I didn't even see that. That is a hell of a ball. But we just didn't have the players around him to pick up on it. And Chris Brunt going to go play in the Premier League. I was like, fair play, pal. Because playing with this shy, I can understand. Like, you know what I mean? If Barry Bannon went and go and play for Bristol City or QPR or Reading, he'd be a megastar. We we played. That's that's only that's the part of me that wants him to leave more for himself because I don't mm. I don't see the point in him wasting the. The, the end year or two of the best part of his career playing in League One with Sheffield Wednesday when he could be playing for Brentford. He's a family man, mate. He's, he's had his kid, he's met his missus, he's settled now. He's going to be but, in Sheffield the thing, for a number the of years. The thing is, Dan, last week you alluded to you preferred the Bannon that played behind the attackers rather than the one who dropped into a position where actually he's playing centre-back. Yep. And, and that will be the difference is where they play him. They've got to stop him. And where our rot started He's in our midfield, when Bannon started playing in the back four and picking the ball up from there rather yep. than forward, it's fine playing the Hollywood balls from the back. That's fine. But like you say, in League One and in the Championship, you've got these big shit kickers at the back who will mop them balls up all day long. Yeah. So he has to be played further forward. And then we need, if Green... Windass, if Windass stays, those sort of strikers up front who are feeding off the balls that are cut through these defenders who are going to be lumpers, probably not the quickest in the world, etc., etc. Playing Bannon in your own half, playing Hollywood balls forward that they're going to win all day with their heads, isn't the football that we need Waste to be playing. Time. Absolutely. And I, time. I'm going to make another Dan Fudge uh, outlandish statement, classic. Dean Windass is junior. Josh, Josh Windass. Sorry, yeah, Josh. I recovered well. <laughs> Josh Windass will score 20 goals if he stays with us in League One. Saying it. Player of the year. 100%. Saying it. Player yeah, yeah, I agree. He will be a Wednesday megastar. We will have yeah. him on this show in five years' time going, fucking hell, Josh, you won a season, didn't you? You know what I mean? I think he's brilliant in that league. I think he'll be great. And... I what? think Callum Patterson will as well. It, Callum Patterson is going to play at the back for me. He's next to Tom Lees. Stick him in. No, Carol G spit the dog. What do you mean, no, he's not? He's not playing with Tom Lees. There'll be somebody else back there. <laughs> yeah, him and, him and Big Bad Dom. Um, the ones we mentioned are the, are the few that I'd actually keep. We've got to think who we're going to you know, let go of. Aris, gone. Right, yeah. Kadeem Aris is yeah. shite. 
He is shite. And he, and he what's flatter to deceive? Is that the phrase you were using last week? Flatter to deceive. He gets yeah. the ball. He gets it down. He gets it down. You think, oh, yeah, chicken pie. Something's happening here. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's it. He just, he just fizzles out. I mean, Ben, you like your stats. I'd love to know the stat on dribbles completed from Kadeem Harris, whether he's actually managed to put a cross in or pass to his own man. Honestly, it's like playing low-level uh, episode 300 on Score Hero 2. He's just drawing that line and he can't get up. You know what I mean? He's crap. It, it's, yeah. It's like he always has to take somebody on before putting a, a cross in, rather than just, it, it, as soon as he gets the ball, just put it in the box. He's a player who yeah, I think thinks well, he's better it? than he actually is. Yep. Go on, go on, Steve. I was just saying it's the end product as well. You know, the um, the, the, you, we can talk about him putting the ball in the box and, and, and so forth, but when he does, it, it, it's a nothing ball. It's him. He's like Lee Briscoe. Yeah, you know, and the times where he'll cut into onto his weaker foot and try and deliver the ball, it's it's you, you never get a feeling that when he gets the ball in and around the final third that you're going to put any sort of quality in there. And it's the irony is there that we were expecting to speak to JJ tonight, and he, he he's he's had some hammer over the t- you know for his his output and what mm. last sort of when he was there for seven years or whatever. But let's be right. I'd look at Kadeem Harris's output and I look at JJ's output yeah. and I'm thinking, I know which one I'd rather be watching week. Well, J- week JJ's was one way or the other, wasn't it? It was bang back of the net, or it was the biggest miss in the well, world ever. Bang in Oakley. But yeah, but Kadeem, <laughs> Kadeem Harris's, you know, as soon as he cut in the box and he would always try and have a shot, and it'd just be absolutely dreadful. And I, I remember doing this podcast when Laura used to do the podcast with us, Dan, when you first asked us. And he first signed for us, and we were like, eyes on stalks. This is amazing. Mm. He's just what we needed. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 he's never actually fulfilled that potential and, in fact, gone backwards. Yep. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I just want a yes or no from you. Quick as we can while we take this out. Last five minutes. These players, yes or no. Let's do our own Tinder. Are you ready? It's contract Tinder. Uh, Chan Siri's hosting it, apparently. It's contract Tinder. Right then. Do you remember when all these players signed and we thought they were going to be good? And they've turned out to be bloody rubbish. So right then. Ben, Ergahidi. Stairs. Steve. 100%. Sorry. Absolutely 100%. If we can keep hold of him, by the way. Yeah. You've got three yeses, Osazi. You're in. Right then, here we go. Let's move on. Tom Lee's Ben. Goes. Steve. Go. Go. What? Not even in League One, you oh you horrible sods. I'd keep you, Tom, but these these lot are on crack. Right then, okay, <laughs> so that's Tom Lee's gone with three no's. I'm sorry, it's three no's. Right then. <laughs> this one's gonna be interesting. Sam Hutchinson. Ben. Goes. Steve. Stays. <sighs> Simon, you've got the deciding vote here. I'm Pop. sorry, I'm sorry, but goes. Well, bloody hell. I tell you what, Steve, it's just you on your own on the Sam Hutchinson fan club. Right, let's move on. Are you ready? It's nineteen. It's 1990s, early 2000s, Radio 1 DJ, Westwood. Are you ready? <laughs> Simon, I'm going to come to you first. So we've oh, got you the decider every time. So, right, stay or go. He's the best keeper we've got as it stands at the moment. So I would have to say on a reduced salary, stay. Stevie. Against everything that I think is right, goals. Benjamin, you've got the deciding vote, pal. You, you know what I'm going to... I love him to bits, but goes. We need... Ah. We need another number one that's going to be the number one. Listen, you've got you've gone too far into it. You've got sucked in. You're like Donny Bloody Brasco here, kids. Right then, let's move on. This is good. Uh, honestly, I could do I could do radio shows like this. We charge ten pound for this. I know, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Follow me on Patreon. Right then, listen to me, Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> He's oh. the next one, Stevie. I'm going to come to you first, Jordan Rhodes. Goes, goes. Sorry. Oh crap! Goes. Is it out, Ben? Are you going to give him a little sticker on his way out, or are you going to kick yeah, him up the ass? 
it goes for me. Bloody hell, that's three Jordan Rogers out the door. Personally speaking, I'd have kept him because I think he will shit goals in League One. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, for me, this one can go. Hunt. Hunt. Ben, no. you can go first. Stairs because he ain't on a big wage. It's not it in his pocket. And, and the, the, the old lads, you know, you probably went to school with him, Ben. That's probably what it's... The old lads here are shaking their head. So Hunt is out. He's gone. He's on his ass. Hunt <laughs> can go with Jordan Rhodes and hit it. All right, then. So this one's really interesting, actually. I'm, I'm interested to see on this one. Simon, I'll come to you first. Uh, Adam Reach. Goes. 100%. Stays. Ah, oh, Steve. Jamming. It's just down to you. You're just, you're just on the edge. What are you saying, Ben? I don't, I don't like him one bit, but I don't know if we could get anyone better. But in terms of wages, goes. Adam Leach is out of there. I tell you what, we're having a right cut through here, aren't we? Bloody hell fire. Oh, we actually kept just Osazi. Is that Here we are. I've kept him and Hutch. <laughs> 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 uh, Harris, we spoke about right. Joey Pelopesi is a really right then. So we're back into it. We've got a couple left. Joey Pella bloody Pessy, and I'm gonna come to you first, Benjamin. It sounds ridiculous to say for me to say he stays and reach goes, but I'd keep him again because he's not on a massive wage, and he do in League One, he'd do a decent job. Simon. Oh, sorry. Um, I would keep him. I would keep him. Right, Joey Pellipessi is staying because we're in League One, Stevie. No. Are you shaking your head because he can go for you? Is it because he's prettier than you? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Prettier than me. I, I can't right? compete. I struggle to come to um, terms with it. Like, you know what I mean? Because he's shitter at football than I Because he's shitter at football than Steve. There you are. <laughs> Uh, the other ones, I don't think I'm really going to talk about. The other ones you've got, because I think they're all going to be goes. If you disagree, let me know. So you've got Penny, Odebayo, Van Arken and Kachunga. I think they're all... I don't, nobody's going to try and fight for any of them, are they? They're all... See your pals, aren't they? They're uh, they're all gone. Right. Does anybody... Steve, tell us about your thing before I wrap this up. Are you getting on with your sponsorship money? Are you going to be so close to Chris Waddle you can lick him on the neck and tell us how lovely he smells? I, I, I am. I'm going to try and just nuzzle into him like this. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going really well. Um, thank you very much for all your support so far. We uh, we, we started last night uh, the, the training. Uh, 22 uh, blokes of varying shapes and sizes and levels of fitness uh, got together in Doncaster and kicked a ball about for an hour and a half. Um, I'm very excited about it. Um, there's some decent funds being raised. Uh, spoke to the organiser last night. Um, he was saying that Wednesday is selling out there and really, really well. So if you want to jump on tickets, um, please have a look at the links that I think we've shared on the on the on the website. Uh, sorry, on the uh, on the, the Twitter account. Um, I've got it pinned on my um, Twitter page as well. Again, just a reminder: the tickets are six pound for adults, three pound for kids, twelve pound for a family ticket, two kids, and two adults. Um, if you put that through my page, if you drop me a message, I'll, I'll sort that with you. You just have to drop it on my page. I can get you the tickets. Uh, the more money I raise, the more likely I am to start and make a fool of myself in front of that three. So guys. there you go. I am available to do any kind of commentary. It's, it's difficult to stop. I, I, I'll not lie. <laughs> if you, I'll pay hundred quid if you can commentate in that voice. Yeah, right then. So Steve, I can make that happen as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Listen, well, that's hundred quid, mate. If, if he, there, he commentates and he can get his arse up. If there is a hosting gig available, Dan Fudge's on it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would pay 100 quid for that mate so all day listen, long <laughs> thanks a lot for joining us tonight ladies and gentlemen uh, my apologies about JJ is going to uh, reschedule with us at a later date fingers crossed uh, also fingers crossed let's try and beat Nottingham Forest because as it stands I don't think Nottingham Forest want to be us 
beat us because there is a potential that we could send Derby County down. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's a that's, that's like, <laughs> would you rather have shag your mum? You know what I mean? It's one it's one of those things, isn't it? Uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Dan, 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 there's got to be a Wayne Rooney gag in there somewhere. <laughs> Mine's old enough. Who obviously did shag his mum. Do you remember? Do you remember when he shagged his nan? Oh, I don't think he did, allegedly. It was... No, he didn't chug his now. Um, right Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> the Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.